0: It's not worth winning if you can't Red win. Me! It's the golden cake, he's been in near
1: Hello everybody, this is the Golden Cake's episode for D2, the Cake Eaters Podcast. That beautiful rendition of the Golden Cakeys theme song was brought to you by my co-host Heath. Ridda do the (laughs)
0: cakeys. Like Andy Bernard. Nard Dog. Ridda do (laughs) to (laughs) do.
1: So that's Heath. My name is Brandon. Uh, we have a, a special Golden Cake-ies, uh episode for you guys here today. If you're not, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, not familiar with the Golden Cakey's, it is essentially our end of the show slash movie awards. Yeah. So we just we just finished up D two, the greatest sequel of all time, and now we're gonna hand out some awards for our favorite moments of the movie, um, favorite characters. Missed opportunities, areas we think they can improve on, all that kind of jazz.
0: Yeah, this is it. This is what uh, Boys to Men was talking about when they were singing about the end of the road. You know, here we are. <laughs> what a what a long strange trip it's been. You know, just like like if we were in high school in the seventies, that's what we would have written in everyone's uh, yearbook.
1: You know what I always wanted? Um, I always wanted a uh, Boys to Men Bone Thugs crossover, where oh. it was like and. The end of the crossroads.
0: Now you're speaking my language. I don't remember <laughs> if we talked about this on, on this episode, but that was my first ever CD. Bone yeah. Thugs that was in harmony. East 1999 eternal. We, we,
1: we talked about, we, we did talk about CDs last episode. Okay. Um, I may have cut it out though. I forget. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's because we stuff. La, last episode we went on lots of tangents. I had to cut it down pretty hard. Uh, because we we started talking about Hollywood video for like 30 minutes. I cut that out. That had to go. (laughs) There was a lot of edits in that last episode, so I may or may not have left in Bone Thugs.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, for all of those listening at home, my very first ever CD was Bone Thugs and Harmony East 1999 Eternal. I bought the Parental Advisory CD. It was awesome. My
1: mom hated it.
0: (laughs) I was obsessed with The Crossroads. Favorite
1: song? Oh, it's one of the best songs ever. Absolutely. Uh, but so we're we're diving in for our our D two kekis here. Yeah. We have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen categories. Yep, fifteen categories. And then Heath, as always, we do a little superlative rapid fire at the end of the golden kekis. So Heath is gonna Ooh, hit his my with that. favorite, absolutely the best part of the show. So let's uh, let's not waste any time here, Heath. Let's sure. uh, get going with the first category.
0: And the first category of the Golden Cakey's is Best Easter Egg. Best Here's your East. honorable mention, Brandon.
1: Yes. Um, so, yeah, good shout out for, for again, for anybody first time listening. Golden Cakey's, the way we do it, we each have an honorable mention, me and Heath. And then we've decided on a, uh, a solo winner to mm-hmm. take home the, the trophy, the Golden Cakey trophy. Yeah. Um, and we will be mailing Golden Cakey trophies out to every single winner. Congrats. Yep. Keep an eye out uh, in your P.O. box for those. Yep.
0: We have everyone's um, addresses.
1: Yeah. We are we got the Disney connection, so, you yeah, know. We got all that. Um, uh, best Easter egg, though. So my honorable mention is going to be the Hawks, the Hawk kids they bring back. At the beginning, uh, with, when Fulton just obliterates them in between canoes, we have Larson, we have McGill, and then we have a third kid that I don't think was in the first movie. Yep. Um, I don't remember him. But Larson, McGill, the Hawks would have been would have been even better if Coach Riley was like mobbing around in the background.
0: Yeah, like he was instructing them, like, "Hey guys, go get a tripwire going, really injure yeah. them."
1: We want to see some
0: road rash
1: on these, on these bastards watching back that tripwire as an adult. I was like, they're going to kill somebody with that fucking tripwire. (laughs) It's
0: it's, and or like some real dental surgery is going to be required when everyone's front teeth are knocked out of their faces. God, God,
1: God and they do it in the middle of a busy park. God forbid anybody, but the ducks hits that, you know, a
0: cyclist is (laughs) toast,
1: like upended,
0: no helmet, brain damage.
1: Mm Hmm. They wow. play, those, those Hawks kids playing with fire, man
0: Well, thank God for Fulton What a, what a hero They
1: won't know what hit them <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein's monster
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> um, So for my honorable mention It was keeping that sweet, beautiful Ducks music from the original movie Because yep. son of a gun Nothing makes your heart flutter Or fly Like that original score. And when it hits, it crescendos there at the end. And my God, Brandon, we're getting quacktastic, We're getting quackalicious. We're doing all those quacking things there at the end with this music just leading us and bringing us into it. It's a beautiful moment. Makes makes me, my
1: heart sing. The Mighty Ducks theme from, because it's in all three movies, they they, they bring the music through all three movies. It's fantastic. Mm. And then on top of that, their their soundtrack choice for the rest of the music in this movie a plus fantastic yeah
0: yeah yeah 100%. Queen yeah Queen Mr Bigstaff who do you think you are it's yeah. one of my favorites
1: it's just hit after hit on the soundtrack yeah. including oh. including um the the song I told you to listen to last time Mighty Ducks of America that's a banger.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that classic. I still haven't listened to it. I need to. I need to. I forgot. I forgot my to-do list.
1: (laughs) All right. It's as good as you think it would be.
0: Should we announce the winner?
1: Yes. So our our winner for best Easter egg is going to be, and without a shadow of a doubt, it's the Bombay Solo Skate.
0: 110%. But you didn't let me do, like, the announcer intro for it, Brandon.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot.
0: And now, the winner. (laughs) of the golden cakey for best Easter egg is as Brandon ruined the
1: Bombay solo skate. Yep. And it's on a beach this time. You can't beat the Bombay solo skate. There's just yeah. no, there's no way around it. It's, uh it's magical. Yeah. It truly that is It's the source of his magic. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. That Malibu Beach has just been hashtag blessed from this point forward. After that Bombay solo skate, that's where Dude, I forgot any and all hockey magic
1: originates in California. I forgot that's the that's the whole reason. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm trying to remember four Yeah, that's that. I guarantee you, every Stanley Cup that's ever been won by a California NHL team. You can trace that back to the Bombay Solo Skate in Malibu, done. Because there, there were no, Receipts. there were no Stanley Cup champions in California before this movie. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: just, just mediocre NHL hockey. That's all they had. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I dude, I forgot that it, the Solo Skate was on a beach for this one. So yeah. when we when we came back and we started watching this for the podcast, I, I and it was on the beach. I lost my mind. Uh, I was like, there's no fucking way. It's a, yeah, Couldn't have think of a better setting for a Bombay solo skate
0: No wonder they came back from such a deficit From Iceland to win that That's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's the magic they're going to have
1: <laughs> There was surprisingly cause When I was going through um, this category There's surprisingly not a lot of Other than it being a direct sequel, obviously And returning characters There's not a ton of Easter eggs Back to the first one. They don't mention really anything. There's no. There's like nothing. There's no like little things in the background. No. Um, they other just than pave
0: the way for the new decks Oh, of, you know what should have been my honorable mention was uh, them skating through the mall.
1: Yeah, but it was a different mall
0: this time. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fun callback. Mall skating. Yeah. Oh wow! Well. All right, they
1: do. They do love them. They do that in all three movies too. They love the all fucking right. mall skating, man. Yeah. Mall skating. Right. What a
0: world. What a world! What a life!
1: All right. There's so there's no. No, there's no chance you could mall skate today. No chance.
0: No, you're definitely some, getting
1: some form tackled by yeah, a security guard. Some bum ass security guard making twelve dollars an hour is going to hip check you for sure.
0: Oh, one one thousand percent. And maybe it's a former, you know, golden gopher from Minnesota, and you're getting form tackled into the fountain.
1: That's true. I wonder if you. So I think you. I so I think thinking out loud here. This is why our Kiki's episodes always end up so long. <laughs> but thinking out loud here. Do
0: you think you can rent out the Mall of America just to do some skating in it?
1: No, I'm thinking if you go, if you you need to find a place that does not have any, that is not a hockey hotbed. Okay. Not mm-hmm. a hockey hotbed and not on the coast. Because I'm thinking for sure in Cali- like coastal California, especially Southern California, you're going to run into people who rollerblade a lot. That's mm-hmm. you know that's a thing. So you need to find a non hockey hotbed, not on the coast where roller skating is like what the weird kids do. And then you go to that mall. So like find like the five, mall in
0: Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, or like Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nice.
0: I was gonna say so, Birmingham, Alabama. So like we're <laughs> we're just
1: yeah. So go to go to that mall, and then you could probably skate. You could outskate those those uh, security guards for sure. You yeah.
0: know. I love that. You heard it here first, folks. Go check it out three, three top three cities to, to go do a mall skate.
1: Yep. Uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Oklahoma city. And what do you say? Birmingham, Alabama. Boom. You got it. Top three. <laughs> Done.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I'm going to move to our next category, Brandon. And that next category is best character.
1: Best character. This one was real tough. Yeah. Cause you got all the, you got the new ducks. That, that all come in hot. And then you got yeah. the classic ducks who are just holding their own. Yeah. Um, for me, my honorable mention, I'm going with Russ. I'm going with Keenan Thompson. I think Russ brings it. Because that's a, at the first half of the movie. He's in the stands. He's rousing everybody. He's giving them yep. the what for. Yeah, no. Talking shit, mad yeah. shit Even
0: talking shit to Bombay Remember when Yeah, Bombay was like Show me you won it son, go And then Russ is like, yeah, show us you won it son
1: yeah. Go no, and then he like, Nobody's time. safe from Russ, he's coming no. for everybody <laughs> Um. So that's great And then the second half We have him and his brother Save America with the soul skate And mm-hmm. then he joins the team Starts fucking blasting knuckle pucks Yeah, He's the goalie for a hot second
0: yeah, it was absolutely a hell of a debut for yes. for a duck. Like it yep. was from end to end. I'm I'm not even going to argue with that because I love some Keenan and some rest in this bad boy. Yes,
1: and yeah, and it's Keenan Thompson.
0: He's yeah. a legend. Yeah, absolute no brainer. Uh, so for mine, I've got Goldberg locked in because <laughs> Goldberg is absolutely the villain here in your D2 Mighty Deck story. Goldberg, you know, outside of that one Iceland game, is absolutely locked in, carrying him through the tournament in between the pipes, Brandon. He is the vocal leader of the locker room, where he encourages them. He leads them through all their shenanigans, through all the camp shenanigans, through the rodeo drive shenanigans. I mean, this guy is an absolutely underrated leader for this team. The vocal leader. The forgot.
1: Uh, I irrational
0: forgot. confidence guy.
1: It's call, just the, I think you forgot the you forgot the part where the vocal leader of your team calls for a mutiny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's he didn't he didn't call for a mutiny from Bombay. He called for a mutiny from the other team telling them what to do when he just wanted to take a quick nap.
1: That's <laughs> not any better. I do like I do like how you phrased that though that Goldberg is my villain. I'll own that. He is my villain.
0: Yeah, and it's if 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 the character is so good that they, so they hope the character on the podcast loves to hate them. That's a the, that's a great character.
1: I will say for as much as I don't like the character, as much as I don't want Goldberg, as I would never want Goldberg to be my goalie. Like you said, the character is great. It's okay. fantastically written, and Sean Weiss nails every. All three of these movies, especially this movie, this movie, yeah. he fucking crushes it. So yeah, yeah. Sean Weiss kills it. The character is very well written. Um, so much. Oh, we so forgot that I,
0: him starting his marshmallow on fire.
1: That was good stuff yep, too. So it's the marshmallow on fire. The mutiny one, fucking that thing, that cracked me up. The what about cool?
0: his trash talk to Italy. That's great. The oh, yeah, when he calls before, a before he gets humbled in the Iceland yeah. game, or you when know? he
1: when he gets when he gets turned around and gives up the easiest goal in the world and then he turns around and yells at the defenseman. It's like I can't do everything I, myself, guy.
0: Uh well that's <laughs> it's true. He can't. It's a team game, Brandon. <sighs> that's all he was trying to point out. Oh Goldberg. Yeah, he is my he is my villain. Yeah. That's, that's but anyways, yeah, that's a great, great character Goldberg crushes yep. it. <laughs> but now the winner. For the Golden Cake keeper, best character
1: is Portman. So, the, yeah, this one was tough. I think Portman all around kind of brings it in. Um, I think, I don't know about you, Heath. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think if Julie plays a little more, I'm, I would have thought about putting her in here.
0: Yeah, 100%. And. The original Ducks, they all contributed, but no one really, like, stood out. You know what I mean? No. And
1: out, outs, they, they focus on Banks just because of, yeah. of the injury and because he's the best player, so obviously you need to foc- focus on him. But yeah. outside of that, the old Ducks kind of they, – they take a, a, a background seat to the new Ducks yeah. in this one,
0: which is, is yeah. good. Banks and Goldberg and then Charlie's weird – coaching line but you know we can't have as much as i love charlie in the first movie you know you can't have the his weird coaching storyline be the best character right it's just i don't know doesn't doesn't vibe with me but Especially let's run through portman
1: like i said portman all around from beginning to end it's just crushing it you haven't let's
0: run through those highlights brandon you right? have him, like
1: yeah you have him show up in a sleeveless hockey jersey
0: okay and introduced singing don't you know <laughs> that everything's on fire and he's knocking ducks over while he's singing it doesn't he, he like,
1: does he's knocking them over and then doesn't he pick Kenny Wu up and put him on top of the goal
0: <laughs> goddamn right he does you know and then uh, um and then we get him just ripping and owning that legendary fart when they were all tied together, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, just let everyone bask in that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, him and Fulton dancing in the locker room. He is the not the locker in the, the
1: the dorm room. In the
0: in the dorm room. That's what they I got, meant. That's what well, I meant.
1: They got their shared dorm room with all the the nineties the rock posters up. They're listening yeah. to uh Shit, what song was it? They were listening to the, some some song. You ain't
0: seen nothing yet. Yep. It yeah,
1: yeah. Right there, baby. Jamming out. He's got the tattoo on yeah. the arm.
0: Oh, my you know, God. He may,
1: he may or may not be 40 years old. We're not sure. Yeah.
0: He wipes out the ref and then has the most epic tamper ta- temper tantrum in the history of temper tantrums in the locker room. That stool break, that was something oh, of legend, right? Mm-hmm. Tries to hop the penalty box in street clothes to fight Did Sanderson. Get- <laughs> I mean, this is the list goes on and on, my friend. He scores a goal for sure when it the Bash brothers are introduced. I mean, yeah. we're just... And just then all the best brothers points. stuff
1: too. You got the fist pumps. You got the bandanas. Yeah. They're out there, yep. clo- double clotheslining people. They're yeah. bonking heads on the bench. And he's getting
0: Port- or Portman and Portman is just he's great, right? Yeah. And and probably would have been the captain of the team if he wouldn't have been such an insane hothead. And he could... maybe. I I don't think
1: you. I don't think there's. If we're subscribing to the multiverse theory, I don't think there's a single universe out there where Portman isn't a crazy hothead.
0: That's
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying. So you can't that, put that, the sea on his chest.
1: That's who Portman is. That's his essence. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: But yeah, <laughs> such a, a really great character and, you know, a character that goes on to, you know, star in two of the great unheralded movies of the 90s. The Newsies and a Goofy movie.
1: Mm-hmm. sport the 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 one thing that knocks portman a little um not in this movie but just in the grand mighty ducks universe is yeah. he is uh relatively non-existent in d3 he only shows up at the end which uh was a bummer yeah
0: because yeah. and because you know we're discussing it right here portman he's kind of a he's just an awesome badass that you want yeah. on your hockey team
1: you know yeah exactly
0: that's it's a guy you need. You yep. Need someone to bring out the crazy and everyone else. <laughs> Wait, oh, also last Portman thing when Russ starts talking shit and he's like, "Forget that guy, he's crazier than I am." Listen, Fulton.
1: <laughs> and then ba- Banks Banks tells him her name's not Babe, and he like freaks out. Don't tell me how to talk, rich boy.
0: Yeah, um, oh, yeah, that's a missed opportunity. Not calling Banks Cake Eater right there, though.
1: Yeah, but Port—I mean Portman—Portman's from Chicago. He might not know the phrase. The- Cake eater yeah you know?
0: that's that's true Good point good call does, out
1: does anybody Get called a cake eater in this Movie no I don't Think they dropped that line once
0: no It's a travesty
1: damn Yep. well we got to rename the podcast Now
0: no geez never
1: <laughs> Now it's too late It's too late yeah. we've uh I already bought the domain it's too late yeah
0: it's, <laughs> it's on so But you know Brandon with every You know with every star We need you know, a supporting actor, you know, every superhero mm-hmm. needs to have his, Robin. Yeah. Batman needs Robin, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have that supporting character. So the next category of the golden cake's is best supporting character.
1: And again, for those new to the podcast, um, this, so the differentiation between character and supporting character, um, is basically just, Main ducks and uh everybody else yep is 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 kind of our delineation
0: yep and that's how it should be for everyone watching the movies get it together
1: yeah I didn't think I need to say it but just uh just in case yeah you
0: no know? well, I don't know there's a lot of idiots out there Brandon <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm not calling our listeners idiots our listeners are amazing
1: uh, I mean i I'm not afraid to call them an idiot you know wow well, it's
0: but you're, Honestly, we've discussed this a lot, Brandon. You are a hater, so that makes sense.
1: I'm definitely not adds a hater. up. Not a
0: hater. Ad's
1: up. I'm the opposite of a hater. I'm a lover. I'm yeah, not a fighter. I'm a lover.
0: You put the eight in hate.
1: It doesn't make any sense. I know. It's just
0: I'm just saying it. Life's not about making sense, Brandon. This is showbiz, baby.
1: It's exactly what a hater would say. <laughs>
0: that's don't gaslight me <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but so supporting character my honorable, Who's your mention, honorable mention yeah my honorable, honorable mention i'm going with jan okay mm. he's no hans but he's still pretty yeah. solid
0: You can't say Jan is your honorable mention and then try and besmirch him within the same line. Jan is just a different kind of hockey magic. Remember, Hans and Jan, distant cousins of Santa Claus, but they just specialize in the hockey magic section. You know, like, that's just a different
1: version. Their their other family member, member, Winnie, uh, of course. Can't forget Winnie.
0: Exactly. Um, That's... it's all it's all getting passed on generation to generation. But I mean, Jan is the ultimate. Not only is he giving Bombay Sage wisdom, but he's also helping him level up a little bit from Pee Wee Hockey onto the national stage with the Junior Goodwill Games.
1: Brandon. He's been so, my 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 favorite thing about Jan is when
0: <laughs> you look when, like you needed a friend.
1: <laughs> not that. No, no. It's when it's it's not anything he does. It's when. <laughs> Tibbles is, is uh, pitching Bombay to, to join the Junior Goodwill Games. And he's like – so mind you, Bombay just injured his knee. He just left minor league hockey maybe, yeah. a week, maybe a week ago, right? Yeah. And Tibbles comes up to Bombay and he's like, Bombay, we need you to be the coach. Your friend Jan has been pitching you to me for months. Yeah. Months, which means – Jan is sitting back in Minnesota while Gordon Bombay is playing minor league hockey, and he's thinking to himself, this dude's going to fucking fail for it's sure. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before he comes crawling back. I got to get this guy a goddamn job. And so he starts <laughs> pitching him as the coach for the junior goodwill games. He's a Jan thinking ahead. He's a planner. Ex-
0: he's he's not reactive. He's proactive, Brandon. It's called being a professional. You know, Yan Jan watched him go through it.
1: And like you said, he's 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 spirit guiding Bombay through this whole movie. And then the kicker, the kicker is Jan out here in the in the second intermission of the championship game. What does he do, Heath? He's got new jerseys. He's got new ducks. Jerseys. Fly together, yep. Yeah.
0: Because when new ducks and old ducks unite, they unite under a new banner.
1: And again, that's planning. That's I mean, he probably could have planned a little bit better and given it to him before the game. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. It's yeah. planning. Well, that that's inclusivity cuz he's like, "We got new ducks. Yeah. We got old ducks. We can't use the old duck logo. We need a we need one that that brings everybody together, you know?" Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He called Bombay my favorite, right? Like, you know, when when he's Hollywood Bombay, you look like
1: you just got out of the shower. Yep. He's uh just like Hans He's not afraid to call Bombay out on his shit, you know. Yeah. Well, n- now he, now he's not. Um they did let him get r- way into his shit as a alcoholic lawyer, but that's the yeah. nor there.
0: Well, and that's why he naturally started planning ahead just in case there was a fall from grace for minorly cocky. He's got to have that backup
1: ready to rock and roll. <laughs> just uh, you always need a plan B on deck for Bombay, always. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly! Wow, it's we almost made the case for Jan to be the winner, but not quite. Um, no, right def- up here,
1: definitely not. Uh,
0: right hot- up here with Jan is like the the anti Jan. It's Tibbles that who is my honorable mention. Wow. While Jan brings that wholesome, good Minnesota magic, Tibbles brings out. The ever lovely Hollywood Bombay, you know. (laughs) Uh, But Tibbles is a great character. You know, think about he takes a puck to the dome. He's got that sick dancing scene. Remember that when he's up Mm -hmm. in the stands with Miss McKay? Remember when Jan is teaching him to skate? Some great physical comedy when he upends (laughs) over the boards.
1: Goes over Uh, the yeah.
0: Man, do you know all the intros that he gives Bombay? You know, gives him the pep talk of a lifetime that Hendrix didn't bring him there to lose. Need mm-hmm. to get his shit together.
1: Otherwise, you're back to Palookaville
0: Yep, Palookaville, Minnesota. Get out of here, Bombay. Yeah, but Tibbles. <laughs> Tibbles, Tibbles is, is a great, great.
1: Tibbles is great, and like he said, he, it, him and Yon are like the the yin and yang of Bombay. You know. Yeah. you, you need both of them to to make it work.
0: Yep, absolutely. Ah, man, Tibbles and Yan. But now, Brandon. The winner of the Golden Cakey Award for Best Supporting Character is Wolf the Dentist Stanson.
1: Obviously. There's no there's no world in which Wolf the Dentist is not the best supporting character. Uh, um he You're is- going down Bombay. Like, like I think, like we said back in the one of the previous episodes, uh, I forget which one, part four, or five, whatever it is. Um, when when Stanson shows up, everything about Stanson is amazing. Everything, especially when he he so like he guarantees victory. We hear from the reporter that he's guaranteed victory before the tournament even starts. Fantastic, mm-hmm. love it. He shows up in an all-black suit with his hair slicked back with his team behind him in the middle of Team USA's press conference and starts mm. shouting at Bombay. You're going Love down. It. Then he invokes free speech. He says, what, what is this? I thought this was America. I can't talk. No free speech? Yeah. Amazing. Then we get the background story that he collected more. He was punching everybody in the in the NHL when he was there for – I think he was only there for a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for a year he collected more teeth than goals. He mm. got he got into a fight with his coach, punched his coach out, and then Julie the cat says, "Everybody hated him so much they deported him back to mm. Iceland." Ah, amazing! And then Tibbles comes in and Tibbles is like, "You know what? He's just wound a little tight."
0: <laughs> oh, that's my favorite! Is when Tibbles says that you're going down, Bombay.
1: So good. Everything about Stanson, and that's just that that snippet that I just gave you was just from his entrance. That's just yeah. the five-minute entrance when he comes in. After that, ah. it gets even better. He's pop he they interrupt Team Yesterday's practice. He pops a beach ball. He slashes uh Bombay in his in his uh injured knee. You know. Uh he calls Jan an old geezer. I'm trying what he's just he's everything Stanson does is on point. It's amazing.
0: When when he's getting in Bombay's head he's like cocky american i like that make yeah. our triumph even greater
1: yeah it's so
0: the the most epic knee slash of all time when he yeah. just cripples he's trying to just absolutely yeah. maim Bombay for the rest of his life
1: when he's a- after he tells Bombay that uh, Bombay's a cocky american and it'll be amazing to beat him and he starts walking away and then he gives him the fucking finger guns too uh, classic yeah classic stuff your, absolute yeah. classic he's he Wolf is by far my favorite character in all of these movies in all three yeah. of these movies he's it doesn't get any better than Wolf the dentist dancing the,
0: the way he screams the goalie the goalie when he re- just seeing his like championship flash before his eyes
1: that's great the other one when Ru- when they're fr- when he first plays Russ and Russ comes off the bench. He like leans over and he points at him and he's shooter! Shooter! <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shot. Sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. Destroy. Remember when he says
1: that? <laughs> All his fucking pep talks are great. The uh, you know, at the end when he tells Gunner, you lost it for me. Uh yeah, just yeah, it's so good, dude. He's the he's the best. And it's only made better by the fact that it's Iceland is such a weird, like, country villain to have. Mm. It's it's he's mysterious, you know. He's uh they they mentioned he's in the NHL, so he's the, he's the only NHL player ever from Iceland. Is Pat Riley here? Classic. Yeah, is Pat Riley hair, The all yeah. black suit.
0: I love it. But what a what a great anti-hero to
1: <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic, dude.
0: Our next category is best one-liner.
1: This one was real hard cuz there's so many good one-liners. Yeah, there's so yeah. many good one-liners. Russ,
0: I whittled my like honorable 15. mention down to three.
1: Okay, my my honor, I have mine my, my honorable mention down to two.
0: Okay, okay, uh, you do better than I did.
1: Um, my first one, which I was really thinking about putting as uh, like fighting for this to be the winner, is. Uh, oh It's close during the soul skating. Right, you have uh, we we've established Luis is slow as hell and can't stop.
0: Oh my god, Brandon. And he's the fastest thing that's ever happened to you, hockey.
1: <laughs> but so he Gotta skates. Right. We're 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 in the we're in the soul skating. We're with James, Hector, Russ, and the soul skating crew, and Luis yep. blows past everybody and runs into the, the fence, the chain link mm-hmm. fence. And yep. Hector Hector comes up and he pulls him off the ground, dusts him off, and he goes, Use the brakes, baby.
0: Mm. Use the brakes, baby. So cool, it's Hector! Just, it's soul it's skater great, for life.
1: It's great advice for Luis, and honestly, yeah. it's just great life advice. You know, like yeah. s- similar to to Hans in the first one, where he tells uh, Bombay to wear thick socks. Yeah, I think you can uh, use the brakes, baby. That's you can apply that to anything.
0: Yeah, it's someone's spiraling. Use the brakes, baby.
1: Should I make that a t-shirt too? Use the brakes, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. That would be a good one, well, Luis. <laughs>
1: All right, keep your eye keep your eye out on the merch store. Maybe I'll throw a "Use the yeah. Brakes, Baby" shirt in there. Um, but so so that that one I love so much. And then my second yep. one is it's the it's I forget which intermission. It's either the first or the second intermission yep. of our first Iceland game.
0: Yep. So getting, things are not going well.
1: We're getting blown out, and Bombay yep. is like, you know what time it's you know what time it is? It's pep talk time. So he yep, pulls. Let's
0: get him motivated, Brandon.
1: He, he it's right after the the period buzzer. He pulls everybody on the bench into a huddle, and he's like, "Hey, um, Jesse, you need to start doing your best." Uh, Wait, the, no, that's what Jesse says. Jesse says, "Oh yeah, you're Je-
0: doing it. our best, Coach."
1: That's true. He pulls everybody in, and he's yelling at him. He's like, "You guys suck. You can't score. You're not you're not stopping goals. You need yeah. to do better." And then Jesse is like, "We're doing our best, Coach." And then Bombay yep. hits us with probably the most inspirational line I've ever heard. And he looks Jesse dead in the eyes and he goes, maybe your best isn't good enough.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my God. If that (laughs) doesn't
0: make you want to go out there and start skating, start flying, start making some shit happen on the ice. I don't know what will, you know, have you made that into a
1: motivational poster yet? We talked about this last, last time. Yes, I did. I sent it to you. I sent it to you and you ignored it. So,
0: I ignore it. I'm pretty sure I still haven't gotten it. I don't think so. You need to get your shit together, Brandon. Learn how to text. Granted, I, mean, I do have an iPhone 8, so that see? could also, with the home that's your,
1: button. That's your that's your problem right there. That's your problem.
0: Yeah. I have my iPhone 8 with the, dude, I, did, I don't know what yeah, I'll do without the home button, though. I need to get a new phone, but you I'm get, just
1: you get used real to it. reluctant. You, you do? Get used, okay. You get used to it real quick.
0: It's been. I got my iPhone in 2016.
1: <laughs> Mine's a little old too. I think I have. I think I have the 11. I got the 11. Oh well, but um,
0: I I had to get it because I lost my other one when I got just like blackout drunk at karaoke.
1: Classic keys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's cl- classic keys. <laughs>
1: classic uh, but uh, yeah. but I but I have I have made that inspirational poster. Love it. That's right. That's right. Um, Sorry. Thank
0: you for reminding me.
1: I I, I did it on because uh, I thought it would be fantastic if I put that over uh, a picture of the beach skate, the Bombay Solo <gasps> Beach Skate. But it's yeah. incre it's incredibly hard to find like a high res high res picture, picture of that scene. Mm. So like I have I made like a little one, but it's like you know the photo is not great quality. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well it would blow up to a poster size. So I mm. haven't done that yet. I haven't printed it out. Odyssey. to see. What's your honorable mention? I oh, we have. Can, we we s- could do Prince. We're good. <laughs> okay. So we we're do still so doing Prince. this. All
0: right. It's, it's on the way. Um, I could only get mine down to three, and I will uh, go from third to from three to one. Uh, number three is Hey Goldberg, but if that puck were a cheeseburger, you'd stop it. <laughs> Speaking of oh, your honorable mention Russ. for best character, rest uh, that is one of the best lines s- in the whole movie. So it, many
1: good one-liners, dude.
0: What was the other one? Um, you, my little brother could play better than you guys. And Jesse's like, well, why don't you go bug him then? Yeah, jokes don't on you. Even... I even
1: got a little brother. Yeah,
0: that's oh, man, that's that could that can be your third honorable mention, Brandon.
1: I love that line so much. That line is so oh. fucking good. Just. And- <laughs> Just like just like the planning to like set just the set like the planning to set that up, to say yeah. the one thing, and then you're banking on him saying mentioning the brother again. Yeah. Um so good, dude. Classic,
0: <laughs> classic Russ. Love it. So my second line comes from our boy, uh, Bob Miller, aka Chet Hansen, uh when when good old Kenny scores that goal, and he goes woo uh, woo woo Kenny woo, uh, that just that's was one of my favorites when he said it as a kid. Still
1: favorite to today. Mm-hmm. That's a great one, and I believe but, if I if I'm remembering correctly, that's the first uh, that's the first goal that they score in the Iceland game, right?
0: You got it, you got it. That's exactly what it is. A much good step. a much needed goal. But the winner is Big Mike's favorite line from the movie when I was a kid, and it has become my favorite line as an adult. And it, when it's it's when Cowboy Duane during the best locker room scene in the history of cinema, Cowboy Duane hits us with, "When the roosters are crowing and the crow- and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, ducks fly together." Good old cowboy Dwayne. Big Mike would always get a nice kick out of that.
1: Yeah. That whole the whole ducks fly together scene is amazing. And like you said, the greatest uh halftime or inner the greatest locker room speech that's ever been uttered. Yeah. Um uh, it's not our, our best one liner though, he's No. Um, although you could make an argument for it. Yeah. It's not.
0: But but this one we'll do it. And the winner of the Golden Cakeys Award for best one-liner is Connie Moreau. And what is she saying, Brandon?
1: She says, I'm no lady, I'm a duck. Ugh. And then she socks him. a Sucker punch.
0: Yeah. She just socks him in the belly and then Dwayne hits her with like, "Way to go, you little filly," or something <laughs> like that. Oh man, but Connie, that line after just being a badass the whole tournament, mm-hmm. she's doing things, she's playing hockey the right way, she's making the right passes. I'll talk about Connie a little bit more later on, but man, this line is classic. Classic so Connie it, Moreau.
1: It's fantastic. It's not only is it um you know, team team inspiring, getting everybody on the same page. It's also, mm-hmm. dare I say Heath, uh empowering. Yeah. It might it might be the most uh feminist empowering line and set in any movie.
0: Oh, that's not hyperbole at all. Remember <laughs> the little girl? How fired up those little girls are when Connie's out there kicking ass.
1: Yep, mm. I do. I do love those scenes where the, when Connie's yeah. ca- scoring goals and they they flash the scene. And then in the thirty for thirty, uh, remember that we went back to that episode. That was a while ago when we did the thirty for thirty. And yeah, uh, great
0: callback. And, the, and she quotes this: The was it, was
1: professional it, hockey player? Was it Megan Duggan? Duggan? Something like that? I'm yeah." I'm, I kept getting, her I think
0: I accidentally kept calling her the same name on accident, like Hannah or something. I just
1: remember that. You definitely got her name wrong and now I'm yeah. forgetting it. So we're we're uh Yeah, we're we're, we're not the best. Here. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but she she brings that up. She says I she said she loved that line when she was a kid. I bet you
0: one hundred percent she used it when she ran for local office. Uh, oh oh Con-
1: connie yeah i, f- I yeah, forgot, f- forgot she's for local office i forgot she's a senator now uh, yeah state
0: senator right
1: state, state senator um yeah. yeah she probably does i'm or i'm no lady i'm a minnesotan something like yeah that. <laughs> something like that Yeah, classic that, that that's what i want to see next time i don't know if I, I might just cut this out but next time there's a women's march and I want to see that sign in photos I'm no lady, I'm a duck I want to see those signs out there
0: uh, That's uh, just like Just like last episode When the United Ducks of America Exactly That's, that's the no sign lady, you see When you, someone's carrying the banner For United Ducks of America Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright So um the next category is best goal
1: best goal again a lot of choices for this one
0: yeah they do uh
1: for me i'm even though i'm pretty sure we i'm pretty sure i tore apart the logistics of this goal yeah um i know for sure you did uh yeah. during the the episode but i'm i'm going to pick our first knuckle puck our first team USA knuckle puck goal not the soul skating one although that one was tight too and not the the goalie one but yeah. the, the first goalie. one the first one which I believe was against Russia yeah um when he uh hops out on the ice I believe that's his first time out on the ice too at least that's how our our friend Bob Miller makes it sound yeah it's his first time yeah. out on the ice and boom right away knuckle puck goal Beat, beat in Russia.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not very realistic. The shot was a very poorly shot like puck on a string twirling towards the goal, but you know, it made me want to go try it as a kid cuz I was oh, like, "Oh, this seems normal. I could totally do this." And then, you know, <laughs> the the hockey stick just collected dust in the lawn shed, you know, shortly thereafter.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fantastic goal. It's yeah. a great, it's a great kids movie. Goal, because like it makes no sense. It's got a sick name. It looks yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, it's it. I mean, it, it, the knuckle puck and the ducks go together hand in hand. Exactly, the knuckle ducks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> knuckle puck. Also, I think I've mentioned this before in the pod. Knuckle puck, a great band. All
0: oh, right, sure, they're great.
1: It's like a like midwestern emo pop-punk kind okay. of stuff. Check out their album, Copacetic. Great album from start to finish. Top-notch.
0: I've been listening to a, a lot of a band called Wookie Foot. Lately. Wookie Foot? Yeah, mostly because of the name. Um, so, but what, then their music what, isn't bad either. What
1: kind of... What,
0: what genre? Well, yeah, I don't know if it'd be for you, Brandon. It's uh, kind of like folk jam band okay. you Okay. Know? I can get behind that. Yeah, you know. You know, you know I like a little... little I'm, It used to be white collar wook is what you would refer to my music taste as, you know, like a little jam band, like a little heavy bass music. But you know, I don't, I don't fit the wook description in public.
1: You absolutely do. What you absolutely do.
0: I don't. I've never once put on patchouli oil, and I don't have enough hair to have dreads.
1: No, you don't have dress, but you got the you got the beard going, you yeah. know.
0: Well, I just haven't shaved in a while, so I got some I got a sick neck beard going right <laughs> now too. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway,
0: you you, I can't, you you just called me a wook. That you, hurts my feelings.
1: You just don't you just don't dress like a wook. But if you put your current look in wook clothes, it would not look out of place. <laughs> Fit right in at a fish <laughs> show. Exactly. <laughs>
0: All right. Anyways. Um, so for me and my honorable mention for best goal, I'm going to do, you know, I'm i I'm a basketball guy, Brandon. And so I was naturally drawn to the alley-oop and it's when our boy cowboy Dwayne for the first time ever does something well and pops that, that puck up in the air. Charlie calls the That's play a- banks Ricochets it in as he gets tripped Down oh my god he's a ricocheted he's
1: a, And he bats it out of midair Yeah I
0: mean Even better we're yeah. talking about the M, I'm, Banks It's, it's just, got basketball
1: is, baseball hockey All together what more could you god, want
0: Mr. Mr. Hockey Adam Banks Is just out there <laughs> fucking making Shit happen for the ducks in front of the Goal
1: yeah mm. he's A you know he's a he's a Goal machine
0: yeah and you know the origination when Vladi Divac he flips it up and D- they
1: Divac Vladi Divac. That's what I'm.
0: What do I say? I've said it wrong a thousand times. I'm.
1: you, you put, I'm just you never going to get his name wrong. You put like an H sound at the end. Vladi Divac. Oh, well,
0: that's it's what it is now.
1: It's it's not how you pronounce his name though.
0: All right. Well, then when Vladi Dadi he likes Wait. to party. All, all Put out a that. little snoop. <laughs> um you know, they originate. It's the alley-oop goal is great. You know, originates just in the street, for, soul skating uh, hockey.
1: just a clarification for, for people. Again, I don't know why this would be your, the first episode you listen to, but if this is the first episode you're listening to, Vladdy Divas is not in this movie. Just a heads up. He's not. No, but
0: <laughs> my dream scenario of when this alley-oop originated from the street hockey was that uh they would have a guest appearance from a Laker and, The best Laker of that time was Vladdy. Yeah. Until he got traded for. Who did he get traded to the Hornets for, Brandon?
1: Kobe. He was part of the Kobe deal.
0: There it is. Mm -hmm. There you go. I have two Kobe rookie cards. How does that make you feel? Terrible. I opened them up in 1996 for my birthday. I remember it. 96, a great year for sports. Sonics made the NBA finals. Packers. Winning the Super Bowl Gotta love that
1: Those are the only two Examples
0: you got Yeah That's the only else, The
1: only two that matter What else happened in 96?
0: I don't know Someone won the Stanley Cup And someone won The World Series
1: The Avs would've won The Stanley Cup 95-96 That would've been June, June 1996 Would've been Their Stanley Cup There you go uh, God, God, man. Another, Yeah with Avs. Joe Sackick
0: That's right Patrick Waugh Yeah Wah.
1: Um, who won the World Series that year? Was it the Braves? Braves were ninety five, so they, it mm. would have been the October prior. Ninety six was probably Yankees. Yankees, maybe
0: was that Jeter's first year?
1: No, Well, It would have been right around there. I'm not. Sh- I'm not exactly yeah. sure the year, but it would have been like mid nineties. Would have been his debut for sure.
0: No, huh. that's a. Uh, anyways, you yeah. either yeah. or, you know, Sonics almost taken down Jordan's bulls. Mm-hmm. That would have been epic. Yeah.
1: As, what, uh, as we know,
0: if anyone is our return listeners, I was a big Sonics fan back in the day. Yeah.
1: 1996 also would have been um, when the Eden hall junior varsity team beat varsity. So cool,
0: Brandon. That's when Charlie and Fulton bail on the team like jerks.
1: I like to think that was 95 that they bailed on the team. And then uh, toward, towards the end of the school year, 96, okay. then they're back in, you know.
0: That's just, we'll talk about that movie, but it's just, I never could get into that movie because if it, does it Charlie make you and Fulton were jerks.
1: Does it, oh yeah, tra- yeah. Does it make you feel better though that the reason, that what they end up doing after they bail on the team is rollerblading through the malls?
0: I mean, I do love that. And then they, <laughs> they barf. Uh, they like munch all that food. And then they go on the roller coasters and barf. That's yeah. classic. Classic ducks. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> but the winner of the Golden Cakeys Award for best goal is Fulton concussion goal.
1: Yes. And so this is the the shootout goal. Championship game against Team Iceland. Fulton takes the shootout puck from center ice. He's skating up. He does. He does a complete stop. Yep. I never understand why they do this, but he does a complete stop. Yep. Slap shot hits. Uh, hits the Iceland goalie in the head. I was trying to remember. Yep. I don't. Th- I don't think we know his name. Yeah, it's fine. But it's Iceland him, goalie is good. Iceland out. goalie hits him in the face, knocks him unconscious. I'm pretty sure because he falls down lifeless, and then the puck uh falls back down just past his head and.
0: Uh scoots Bounces past, off of his mask
1: bounces, bounces off of his mask And then scoots, scoots past the goal line and, Oh god It is the
0: epitome Of all things Ducks Fulton slap shot You know we saw What his slap shot did to the goalie The first time around When he left that massive left. indention In the palm of his hand
1: Left a welt you know? on him Yeah
0: Absolutely. And so here we go. Now we just follow it up with a little brain damage, a little CTE for the goalie there.
1: <laughs> classic, classic Fulton.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, we could have, there was a lot of really good goals. It's just, you know, there is. There's,
1: you got Kenny skating under the Trinidad and Tobago through the guy's knees.
0: Yeah. The Trinidad and Tobago goal itself, right? From,
1: from Belafonte. Yeah, um, and the steel drum celebration, and then you have you got
0: um, when Kenny Wu does his triple double axle sow cow with a this, Hamel camel hump.
1: It's, it's he does a triple aerial, double camel camel with a pure something have with toe a toe
0: touch pirouette.
1: So, well, pirouette, it's something pirouette, and then a half toe touch to finish. I liked mine better. This didn't make any sense, sense though. Neither, Kenny's doesn't really make any sense either.
0: Ah, those but, are all great goals, but I just I like the finishing touches of Fulton cracking, yep. cracking that one home.
1: Yep, can't beat it. All this
0: right, is, <laughs> we have this the. Is, uh,
1: I said we I said this is why I don't know our kickies always take so long. We're an hour in and, and we're only we're not even halfway through.
0: <laughs> oh yikes! All right, we'll start. I'll <laughs> we'll start putting the pedal to the metal here. God, you're right. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Next category is best goal or no, sorry. Best team name.
1: Yeah. You're going backwards. Heath. Best team. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's also why it
0: takes so long. Okay. One step forward, two steps back.
1: Best team name. This is, so this is a, a holdover category from game changers because game yeah. changers has the best team names I've yeah. ever, we've ever come across. We did a whole, we did because uh, it, it, I think it's episode nine. Yeah. Of season one of Game Changers. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it because we go over all of the team names and they're fan fucking tastic. Yeah. The best team names ever. So for all of the flaws of game changers, season one. Many, many. Many flaws. flaws. That yeah. is single-handedly the greatest thing they've they contributed to this universe, is the team is the team names. So this yeah. is a holdover from that. Since these are all countries, um, it doesn't we can blow through this pretty quick cuz they don't really have team names necessarily yeah. um but so i my honorable mention is because iceland is referred to as the vikings which is pretty tight yeah. so yeah. iceland vikings great jerseys great some of the best jerseys although i mentioned to you earlier they're missing one side of their sleeve numbers for some reason they only have it on one side doesn't make yeah. any sense but that's, that's fine but the jerseys are fantastic black and blue just like the hawks yeah, can't beat it.
0: Remember, we we talked about this off air, but budget cuts were the reason that they could only think, do the number
1: on one on <laughs> one side. I don't think that's why. There's, there, yeah. you, there's, there, listen, we, we don't you have. You don't, we, don't we, know shit the, about accounting. There's no evidence to support that. Heath.
0: You are you're not a numbers guy. Don't even talk to me about budgeting. <laughs> All right. So, well, um, are yes. you ready for my honorable mention, or do you yes. want to defend yourself?
1: Defend myself. I don't have anything to Not being a before. numbers guy. Ah, I don't care.
0: <laughs> it's, all right. But my honorable mention, and this was never said, and I just made it up, but it is the Trinidad and Tobago Steel Drums. And the reason <laughs> I say that is I needed an excuse to talk about the best celebrate goal celebration in the history of the Junior Goodwill games. I hope they did it for every single goal. I hope that they at least got an upset victory or two in in the in the tournament. And they just were. You know playing those steel drums they did not, Dancing on the ice uh,
1: They did not get an upset victory Because if we remember the junior goodwill games Were double elimination and when they Played team USA They showed the, it, it. They showed the standings before, Right before the game and Trinidad had already Lost a game uh, so then Losing to team USA they would have been done
0: it's a travesty But the Trinidad and Tobago steel drums Keep, keep on celebrating folks
1: And talk about great jerseys the Tie-dye's Dude, yeah, the tie dye jerseys, classic, classic Uh, stuff, absurd, but amazing.
0: Wait, Uh, hold on, that's another team store. Get a Trinidad and Tobago t shirt jersey on there with Belofonte's name on the back.
1: I don't know if you could do tie dye for threadless, but figure it out. If you you can, the colors aren't going to match either. So,
0: man, just figure it out, Brandon. God (laughs) damn it, don't uh, just figure it out. All right. and the winner of the golden cakey's award for best team name is the usa ducks
1: yep pretty self-explanatory
0: yeah you know we were we started out as the usa freedom loving bald eagles of america and then Too we slowly much, transitioned to ducks
1: we started off as team usa much to the chagrin of one charlie conway yeah he, he wanted nothing to do Aided with him. it Wanted nothing to do with America. He was ducks all no. the way. Um, and of course, you know, Charlie always gets his way at the end. Yeah. But you
0: know what? That when when you know when our boy Bob Miller is like, wait, who is that? Is that Team USA? Well, they they're the they're USA ducks.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous. And it
0: was not, it was it was perfectly legal. For them to switch their unis in, it was, in, in, at intermission,
1: it was legal, but it was not patriotic. Yeah,
0: no, no. But then we started getting we will, we will quack you.
1: We got we will quack you, and then we have like I mentioned before the end credit song, Mighty Ducks of yep. America.
0: So <laughs> yeah, we're the United Ducks of America, Brandon. Okay,
1: so yeah, there, there's our team name. That's um, good stuff. Yeah.
0: Next category is best parents. This is another holdover from game changers
1: from game changers and the first one, because and the first uh, one. We, we get a lot of parent interactions yeah. in the first one. Like, uh,
0: shout out Terry and Jesse's
1: dad, Mr. Hall, Mr. Hall, best of the best of the best. So best parents yeah. in this situation. Cause we don't get any parents. No, ever at all in nope. D two, which is just a real shame. I would have liked Mr. Yeah. Hall um but would have at
0: least been uh, would have been a better chaperone than the shenanigans we got
1: that's true and in the first movie he was prepared to take over his coach yeah um so why why is bombay not bringing him as an assistant coach into yeah, exactly. for the goodwill games mm. but so my honorable mention is going to be uh yawn because yawn yeah. is he's, he's bombay's parental figure
0: yeah, hired um, Charlie when Charlie's mom was out canoodling with her new boyfriend.
1: Exactly. Yeah. He says uh, Charlie's mom remarried. And then the, apparently, because Charlie hates the, the his stepdad, he spends all of his time at Yon's skate shop. So he had to, had to hire him.
0: Yeah, that uh, trope is tail as old as time. But
1: right? we did establish he hired Charlie, but he's not paying him. Yeah. So
0: child labor laws are skirted in in minneapolis
1: palookaville minnesota (laughs) yeah (laughs) and small 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 town america they don't they don't care about child labor labor laws
0: yeah exactly just ask big mike i was working (laughs) when i was like 10 uh no listen to this though first job i was like 11 or 12 and i was vacuuming mopping and sweeping like non-conditioned like hallways of these apartment buildings in the middle of the summer that's rough That'll learn you yeah. some work ethic there, Brandon. Yeah.
1: I was, I mean, my, I don't know if first job maybe is a little uh, loose, but because uh, my dad owns his, uh, has owned his own business for as long as I've been alive. Mm. Um, So as soon as I was able to, to pitch in for stuff, you know, I was helping, helping out, you know. Yeah.
0: People do, helping people.
1: Just doing small things around the, around the workshop. Hmm. There you go. Yep. Cutting some wood. Yep. Swe- sweeping up the the sawdust.
0: Ah, oh, my God! I bet your broom broom works second to none,
1: dude. Yeah, how do you think I got so good at hockey? It's the broom.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, Brandon yeah. is still available as a youth hockey coach if anyone's looking for
1: one. That's true. Um,
0: and then, I have, my surpri- surprisingly,
1: honor- Heath, I have not been hired yet. Sh- that's I find that shocking. Uh, I I set my LinkedIn availability to available, and still nothing.
0: Wow well. All right. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep looking into that, but my honorable mention best parents and we never meet them. We have no idea who they are, but it's Julie the cat's parents because that young lady has better emotional intelligence than Bombay. She calls him out on his trash coaching. Remember when Wolf, the dentist was prepared. She handles just horrifyingly bad coaching decisions from Bombay With Grace, on a very consistent basis, she Mm -hmm. tried to address it straight on, and she learned that from somewhere, Brandon, and we're assuming it's her parents,
1: so great job. For sure. Julie the Cat
0: is a very great young lady and a great reflection of her parents.
1: To add on to that, uh, when both her and Portman get kicked out of the Iceland game, Portman losing his mind, Julie the Cat, cool as a cucumber. You got it. But she's feeling it inside. She mentions Portman. I know how you feel, but... I'm an adult and I can handle this, you know.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, shout out Julie the Cat. Um, but the winner of the Golden Cakeys award for best parent is James.
1: So this is uh we're going with James because A, he's the catal- he's the main catalyst behind Team USA turning around. Um you have uh what is clearly um a incredibly respectful and um mu- you know incredibly respectful relationship with his little brother russ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he's the leader of all the soul skaters right
0: yep 100
1: james james is out there being a father to at least 30 kids yeah yeah and doing like, a, he probably doing a bang up fucking job
0: Absolutely. Like James probably goes on to like open, like an, a community outreach program for Mm -hmm. troubled youths helping, you know, like South central Los Angeles, right. Where they're at probably does a ton of like hockey crossover coach, like mentorship. So, you know, I'm just projecting this onto James, but I see him as a real community leader as well as a parent.
1: Yep. Cause he's, he's, he's doing great work with James and he's going to all of James's Or James Russ. is doing
0: great work with us.
1: James yeah. is doing great work with Russ. He's going to all of Russ's games. Yep. And then he really not only does he teach he, he 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 reinvigorates the the hockey love for all of these these Team USA ducks. But not only that, he's also doing you see him do like, you know, fatherly adv- give fatherly advice to to all of them. He's in there. He's talking to Portman. Yep. He's like, "Portman, you got to give it 100%." Well,
0: oh. He give Portman gives him a w- big wave and a big fist bump, like fuck mm-hmm. yeah! At the end when they're getting back in the bus,
1: yeah. He he's he's he tells Portman, you can't take you uh hundred percent all the time. You don't stop don't stop till you hear the whistle. Yep. He's out there. He's um he's helping Louise. Him and Hector helping Louise. He's yep. telling him to use the brakes, and yep. then he's he's instilling some some confidence in Kenny Wu. Which toughness, which he needs it, is the catalyst to him becoming the third Bash brother. Yeah, he's out there parenting the shit out of these kids.
0: Yeah, he's he's the leader the team needed. Yeah,
1: not the not the parent we deserve, but the parent we needed.
0: Yep, yep. James is uh, what you'd call the team dad. (laughs) Um. And now for the next category, it is best cameo.
1: A lot of choices for this. They really threw in uh, every single celebrity they could get. (laughs) Yeah. Loved it.
0: I loved it. I loved everything about this. I loved Steve Brill. You know, Steve Brill telling Bombay two words, Pat Riley.
1: Yep. Steve Brill's great uh, with his little cameo. He's he's always great with all of his little cameos. Um. As uh, well, I guess in the first movie it's not really a cameo because he's he's got you know he's mul- like a multiple scenes, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's great. For my honorable mention, I'm gonna go with because we mentioned um in the last episode or maybe it was the episode before that, Christy Yamaguchi, the mm. cra the craze that was Christy Yamaguchi.
0: Yep, and we so she- get that Wheaties box. I bet you can get it on eBay.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then the weed the whole Wheaties connection. Yeah. Um, and Yamaguchi shows up during Bombay's little party scenes, um, with Greg, Luganus, uh, another, yep. another Olympian. Um, but Yamaguchi, uh, she's, she's my honorable mention. Nice. That's a I'm, good one. I don't know about you, but like I, gr- growing up, like I mentioned growing up the, the Yamaguchi, it was legitimately like a craze that, that oh. it went through with Chrissy Yamaguchi. She was a huge celebrity, um, for being, um, for being a figure skater i don't think anybody's ever i don't think anybody's ever gotten that big as in as a figure skater just from like figure skating you had like you you had tanya harding and uh all that but that was they got they were they're more known for the, the the illegal shenanigans yeah the the attack
0: the- well, I mean, you think of Nancy Kerrigan, you think of why, yeah, yeah.
1: Nancy, why? Nancy Kerrigan. I was blanking on the other name involved. Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Yeah, Tanya
0: Harding was the mastermind behind the attack.
1: Yes, um, but yeah. So they're fi- they're famous for the attack, not necessarily their figure skating. Yamaguchi was famous just for figure skating.
0: I'm like eighty percent sure. I I mentioned this in the last podcast. I thought it was a Sports Illustrated for kid kids card but i think i actually had like olympic cards from like the 96 olympics
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sure they have i'm sure
0: That's i'm a- pretty sure i still have it let me I'm, I'm heading back to the good life again soon and i'll, I'll double check that in the old childhood bedroom okay
1: wait f- from the 96 olympics yeah they're probably there's not if you're gonna if you're doing that to find a yamaguchi one i think you're gonna Maybe be 92 yeah she'd be the 92 one
0: I'll, t- I'll double check. We'll see, because uh, you know, like they do, they did like uh, Olympic legends.
1: Gotcha. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they could pull from, um, from the past.
0: Yeah. Anyways, my cameo is going to be the great one, Wayne Gretzky, and it's one hundred percent because of a line you had in a previous episode where. Um, he takes a picture with the kiddos, and everyone yells hockey. Um, and now I like to think that the great one says hockey for every single picture he yep.
1: takes. He never says cheese. He just hockey. Yeah.
0: cheese. Get that cheese the fuck out of here. Hockey only.
1: Yep. No. Yeah, because he he only does. He's got a cameo real quick. I think it's like it's one scene. It's one scene, maybe ten seconds top, and it tops. Yeah. And it's him walking in. Uh, Charlie calls him the great one. And then they take a photo. Wayne's okay. fine. Yeah, Wayne's fine.
0: Wayneathan. <laughs> uh Anyway, so, but the winner of the Golden Cakey's Award for Best Cameo is Kareem Abdul Jabbar.
1: Lou Alcindor, baby.
0: Yeah. Um uh, But yeah, Kareem. Why, uh, Brandon? Tell the tell the listeners why.
1: Oh, because because he's talking air bombays. So that's why. Mm, mm, i, mm, I mm, thought mm. i thought you were gonna <laughs> i thought you're were, you were asking me to explain why he changed his name to kareem abdul jabbar
0: <laughs> oh no geez we don't need to get into that, that I, like, I, can, I don't i don't
1: i don't know if <laughs> i'm the that. i don't know if i'm the best person to speak to that
0: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like let's let's google that let's say let's see, tell the listeners why kareem is our best cameo out of all the cameos
1: yeah kareem abdul jabbar well, a because it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one of the best basketball players of all time. Yeah, fantastic. The
0: sky hook, baby.
1: Yeah. Um, you couple that with the fact that he's so freaking tall that whenever he's around other people, it's just a it's a funny look, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you see Shaq with other people, and you're like, this, that's
0: why they this had him crazy. sitting down because Emilio is tiny.
1: Yeah. Well, they you know? the first time you see him before they do the sit down, he's standing up, and he's standing. Uh-huh. I think I think it's all the hockey players, um, that he's standing next to um and so to see that to see like yeah uh, standing next to other professional athletes and he's a fucking foot taller is amazing it's just there's some there's something great about seeing really tall people stand next to short people it's amazing
0: i know it's like it's like work from home right like i've met a whole bunch of my team members and everyone's like "Ah, you are a lot taller than i thought you were because everyone's the same height on zoom yeah, and I'm not that tall.
1: Six two isn't that tall. But like, oh, yeah.
0: when you're just staring at someone in a screen all day, you just assume like you know.
1: Yeah, my I I automatically assume everybody's five five unless proven otherwise. <laughs>
0: that's a that's, that's a little extreme.
1: <laughs> but yeah. but anyway, the so the the main reason it's best cameo because he's he's talking shop, he's talking air bombays with mm. Bombay. And he has the great line because Bombay's Bombay mentions it's uh, shoes for kids who want to coach. Yeah. And Kareem has a great line where he looks at him and he goes, are there are there really that many kids that want to coach?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Well, especially if they have a pump like what do you think it was Kareem? He was talking to on the phone or do you think it was?
1: Yeah.
0: He just called like, listen. Yeah, absolutely. With the I don't think
1: I don't think he called Kareem. I think Kareem called him.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's like, listen, a, Gordon, we got, we I got an about. idea with these Air Bombays. What about a pump? Oh, absolutely. Ed. The pump sounds great. Yeah.
1: Well, no, what Bombay says is he says, no, 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 no. It's not a sneaker. It's a street shoe. Yeah. And then he ends it with like, yeah, pump, pumps, pumps. We could put pumps on it or something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Air Bombay loafer for kids who want to hey, coach. coach. Perfect.
1: Mm. Can't beat it. Right. And then, and then you, you know what you do. Is yeah. you do a, a marketing bundle where you uh, buy the air bays and you get a free clipboard,
0: mm. or whistle whistle or, be ooh. more cost effective.
1: Both, you do both.
0: Nice. We'll see. See what kind of see how much we spend on the marketing before we start budgeting. Just you the need a,
1: You need a clip. You know how easy and cheap clipboards are. It's like a little yeah. piece of wood. You, I guarantee you could get a custom and. Because if, if we're if we're manufacturing shoes, we're doing massive amounts of units, right? We're doing lot, yeah. we're doing so much quantity. So you, I would think bet
0: the,
1: I would think bet the marketing
0: you, budget's going to be pretty high there.
1: You wouldn't need for the clipboard. You wouldn't need the marketing budget. Clipboard's going to be manufacturing budget. Um, okay, but the clipboard, if you're doing so mon- so much volume, like you would if you're going to package it with shoes, I guarantee you, you could get a custom printed clipboard for like fifteen cents each.
0: All right. I I mean, I like your style and then like the clipboards like black with a Nike check and says air Bombay. And it's just like the Jordan guy dunking a clipboard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, So, so anyways, all right, let's keep, let's keep on cruising. We're, we're really starting to go off kilter again, but next category is best ongoing
1: storyline. Mm -hmm. And so for this, it might be a little confusing for, for people, this is essentially like a like subplots, background storylines yes. that are going on um, yep. outside of the main plot of Team USA and the Goodwill Games. So my yep. honorable mention is going to be the the background subplot of Russ joining Team USA because yep. you have him show up. He's cracking jokes, like we said, giving mm. every, giving everybody the what for. Yeah. Then he realizes, dude, these guys fucking suck. They could yep. use my help brings him into the soul skaters and then Charlie he becomes good friends with Charlie and as a yep. result when banks goes down he joins the team and then he plays such a fine uh, role on the team that when banks comes back Charlie's like, you know what you're a better hockey player than I am uh, and banks is a way better hockey player than I am why don't you uh, take my spot and I'll be uh, yeah. I'll be coach Conway.
0: I love when Russ is talking trash and the security tries like kicking him out, and he's just like, <laughs> ne- like he's just rolling him back on yeah. his rollerblades. Yeah. And um, also when Russ <laughs> is sitting next to Jan after like the first game after the soul skating before yeah. no, uh, team, before team. Banks goes down, Team Iceland game, right?
1: No, Team Germany.
0: Team Germany. There we go. There yeah, we
1: go. because they they do they do the soul skating while Bombay is doing his solo skating, figuring it out. So Germany, yeah. Germany is the first game back, and that's also the game where Bombay doesn't show up till the third period.
0: Yeah, jeez, oh, we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's I, I love it too, Keenan. Great addition. We've talked about Russ mm-hmm. was like the you know just what a what a star, what a breakout star, mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson, Russ. Uh, my honorable mention, and we've talked about him quite a bit already too. But it's just the ongoing progression of Wolf being the bad guy, bad guy Wolf. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love everything he's, about uh, the in, interruption of the uh, the press conference. God, I couldn't think of fucking press conference <laughs> for a second thing. Good God. Yeah. So <laughs> um, the, the way him. he always cuts off Maria from talking to Bombay and like shoes her away—it's
1: <laughs> like, a bad guy move. Yeah, he's uh he's just wound a little tight, Eve. <laughs>
0: yeah, Tibbles. I mean, it's just Wolf the Dentist, and like I just the, the progression of him being the bad guy is just it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. So I uh,
0: culminating in him talking shit to Gunner.
1: Yeah. So I was watching, so watching back this morning before we recorded this, and get- this is gonna be my bias because Wolf the Dentist is the fucking best. But I was looking back and I was like, you know what, Wolf wolf isn't that bad isn't that much of a villain in these movies other than being the coach of the the other team that's good he's not much of a villain he's not doing like evil he's not like like we mentioned he's not like Riley he's not telling people well, he tries
0: him. to cripple bombay
1: now if you okay fair that's fair but I will maintain like I did when we we talked about that part of the the movie bombay was asking for it bombay was being a fucking <laughs> dick dude
0: he he was he un, was really he was, pushing his buttons.
1: He he was talking shit to to uh, to to Wolf unprompted. Yeah, he's telling him, "Oh, the only thing short here is your NHL career." Yeah. Okay, well, uncalled for Bombay. Yeah, and well, then no, and considering then during
0: Bombay didn't make the pros exactly.
1: And then and during right. the game, he's like, uh, you know, he's he's showboating, he's triple deacon, um, he's doing all that, and then he's talking shit in the midst of it too. Uh, you know, I'm unbelievable. I, I, it was, a, it was a dick move by Stanson to do that, but I, uh, I would <laughs> say it was warranted.
0: Uh, all right. Well, and on that note.
1: And then he, then he Oops. talks, he talks shit to Gunner too. That's another thing. That, that was a villain thing. He's talking shit to Gunner at the end. Right. But other than those two instances, he doesn't really do a lot of evil things or bad things. Yeah, he's, he's just, uh, he's just, uh. You know, he's a hard nosed coach. He's a little withdrawn, you know, not very uh he doesn't show his emotions a lot, but that could just be a cultural cultural difference, you know.
0: Yeah. And I mean he's not as bad as Riley, like trying to like do mental mind tricks with Bombay talking about his dead dad and stuff. Yeah, bringing up yeah. past trauma. Talking so, about dead
1: his dead dad, getting him fired, uh telling yeah, people to hurt to- hurt Banks purposefully. Yeah, you know. He did his job.
0: All right. And the winner of the Golden Cakey's Award for best ongoing storyline is Hollywood Bombay.
1: And see this is the true villain of the movie. Hollywood Bombay. <laughs> the true villain of the movie. It's, it's over, true. over. Hollywood yeah.
0: Bombay was the the main center point of all bad things that happened to yep. the ducks.
1: Exactly. That is- <laughs>
0: The true villain of the movie is Hollywood Bombay, man, put it down, put it in, you know, put it in writing, etch it into marble. That's wow. That's something else. That's, and that's, that's probably facts. I mean, Hollywood Bombay, it starts with the press conference when CNN wants a one-on-one with them, you know, you get the, Mr. Big Stuff, mall uh model photo shoot. You get the celebrity parties out there, the Malibu, you know, home with that view again. My god, that view. Come on. You uh, wouldn't penthouse, get a big head?
1: the penthouse removed from the team. I think that yeah. that that's a huge I think that that's what starts the descent is he's not around the team.
0: Gotta gotta love but Hollywood Bombay, man, the the ultimate uh, wake of destruction left in his path <laughs> all the way through. The next category is best couple.
1: Best couple. And so this, uh, for my honorable mention, I'm going to go with the tried and true. The staple relationship of all of these, of all, of everything Mighty Ducks. And that's Guy and Connie. We don't, we get a small glimpse at the very beginning when they're about to kiss. And then Charlie fucking mm-hmm. cock blocks it. <laughs> um, but out, outside of that, there's we don't we don't see we don't get a lot of Guy and Connie interacting. Other than in the in the scenes that they're in, um, they're always like sitting next to each other, um, yeah. on the bench they're sitting next to each other. So you can see the the relationship's still there. We just don't get a lot of insight into it during this movie, other than yeah. right at the very beginning. But there's still yeah. it's still the uh, the hallmark of uh, any I'm gonna say any cinematic relationship.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's this is uh, Ross kind of uh, the, Ross
1: and Rachel who give me Guy and Connie, you know?
0: Well, good God, that's like apples and oranges. That's Ro- Guy Ross, and Connie Ross is, and Rachel is
1: pretty toxic.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> Guy, Guy and Connie is consistent and pure.
1: I couldn't think Ross of any is
0: one of the worst TV characters. Oh yeah, Ro- Ross is garbage.
1: I couldn't think of any other television. Any other uh like real big couples though, you
0: know? Jim and Pam.
1: Oh, Jim and Pam. You want to talk about toxic. Jim and Pam are <laughs> I uh, don't.
0: Kelly Kelly like that. We rewatched it and she was like, you know, I don't know if Pam is that good of a person.
1: Oh no, Pam sucks.
0: Yeah, Pam you don't sucks. realize until you like kind of rewatch Jim, it
1: again. But Jim sucks too, just in a different way.
0: What about uh fine? A, a couple as good as Dwight Jim- and Angela?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say Jim gives me Ross vibes for sure, where he's uh, he thinks he's a good guy, but he's not.
0: You know, uh, Ross is just Ross just annoys the shit out of me though. I don't but what know one of their, is, um,
1: I the the Notebook. I can't remember their character names, but you know got, they got nothing notebook? on ga- Nothing no, on Game. Notebook Connie. old couple. Yeah,
0: that was their relationship was a little toxic as well. There that's,
1: was that's true.
0: You know, the Guy and Connie is, that's okay. This is, we're just reinforcing our point that there is no better love story in any television movie franchises as pure and as gold as Guy and Connie. Exactly. Mm. God. Um, So for my honorable mention, I have Bombay and the Iceland trainer because (laughs) It ninety nine point nine percent of the reason why Brandon, because Greenland is covered in ice and Iceland is very nice.
1: <laughs> I do like the the ice cream scene. I thought that was pretty cute. Um, the ice then, cream
0: scene is is what gets it to me. Yeah,
1: but that's you know? the, that's the last we get of it, and w- which which leads me to believe, and that's right before the Iceland game, the first one. That leads me to – Oh, believe- she was like
0: a spy? Like a double agent?
1: I don't think she was a spy. I think she was just messing with him, you know? Well, I guess mm. double, agent, double agent would work. But yeah, she's just – she's taking him out to ice cream just to mess with him, you
0: know? Mm, getting getting his head. Really get that Hollywood – stroke that yeah. Make Hollywood sure, Bombay ego. Because
1: because you know what uh, Stanson is doing while Maria and Bombay are out for ice cream? He's preparing. Yeah. He's in the lab. He's doing the yeah. work. Yeah. You know?
0: X's and O's baby And
1: then Bombay's out for ice cream We see Fulton and Portman are out doing God knows what at that hour Running around (laughs) harassing poor little ladies on the street So
0: Yeah, exactly (laughs) Um, But the the controversial winner of the Golden Cakeys Award for best couple is Goldberg and the store model
1: (laughs) Goldberg and the model who winks at him
0: Yep because I'm, a, I'm pretty sure they grow up and fall in love.
1: We're assuming she winks at Goldberg. Um, they That's don't really, they don't really show who she winks at. There could worth, have been Averman, could have been, could have been Jesse, could have been Dwayne. But yeah. Goldberg was leading the charge during that whole thing, so I'm, I'm, i think it's safe to assume she's winking at Goldberg.
0: Well, and Goldberg kind of does a little dance number after she winks at him. That's true.
1: And he does, yeah. yeah. He does a little dance, and he and he like looks over at I think Averman, and they agree yeah. And he's and, like,
0: "Do you see that? Yeah, just met my future wife."
1: <laughs> um. And so yeah, and you know what? Rumor has it they're still together to this day.
0: So yeah, I know we go.
1: I know we talked about it extensively when it happened, but that wink was it made me so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable.
0: Didn't have a lot of couples <laughs>
1: in, the, <laughs> in the movie um, is is
0: what that equates to. But yeah, there weren't um, a lot of couples
1: well, except for Guy and Connie. Duh, Guy ignore and Connie. Ignore Goldberg and the winking model. Focus on Guy and Connie, yeah. the true romantic heroes.
0: The next category is best friendship.
1: Best friendship, and I think I mean this is pretty. I think everybody can guess who the winner is going to be for this, but. Mm-hmm. Are my honorable mention, uh Charlie and Russ. Like I said, they're uh at during the soul skating, you can see the blossoming of the friendship. There's you know, they're getting yep. to know each other. He yep. then Charlie invites um Russ to the games, officially invites him to the games. He's been going, yep. but now he's officially invited. He's sitting next to Jan, who's yep. Charlie's other best friend. You know. Do you
0: think he made Charlie an honorary soul skater because they both know how to skate for pride? Remember when Charlie said it like a lame And he was oh, like, yeah, absolutely. For pride,
1: absolutely. I think yeah. all of the Ducks were made honorary soul skaters.
0: Okay. All um, right. Kind of jumped them in during the, the street hockey I like, session. Yeah.
1: I like how we're, we're calling them soul skaters. They were never once referred to as soul skaters in this movie. <laughs> but uh, I think everybody knows what we mean. Yeah. <laughs>
0: James and the James and gang yeah, yeah. were the soul skaters. The soul skaters.
1: If you don't if you don't know what a soul skater is, go watch Brink.
0: Yeah. yeah. Go go take a go take a lesson from Team Puppin's Heads. Yeah. And ignore the bad guys, Team X Blades. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Just it's a it's a metaphor for, you know, corporate America, Brandon.
1: <laughs> it actually is a pretty solid.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> It is a pretty solid. They come in and ruin everything!
0: Damn it! Yep. Okay. Um,
1: Capitalism. No, but is Charlie. Bad, and... kids.
0: <laughs> no, don't
1: say that, Brandon. Um,
0: but the, uh, Charlie and Rest, thats a good one. That yes. is a, and then, then he, a new, he, awesome, blossoming friendship.
1: Yep. When Banks gets hurt, he pulls him into the team, and then he even gives mm-hmm. up his spot once Banks is back. So, yeah. best friends, that's and then the... they—they—you they, see their 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 friendship blossom and get even better in D three. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well. There you go. Um, my honorable mention is Goldberg and the new guys. Um, I, you know, Goldberg brings Cowboy Dwayne along with the adventures on Rodeo Drive. They're razzing Cowboy Dwayne, him and Luis and Kenny. With I just remember I assumed that Dwayne was snoring and so they're razzing him hitting him with the shaving cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've mentioned it before. Goldberg is the voice of the locker room. And so he really brought the the new ducks in. He tried to unite them under a mutiny yeah. when Julie, the cat was trying to make them stretch like a psycho. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love Julie, the cat, but no uh, Goldberg. And then I think Goldberg did the best job of accepting the new, uh, the new ducks
1: in for sure. I agree. hundred yeah. percent. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so I don't think there's... There a, you go. Yeah, Let's, that's, Who's there's our winner? That? Goldberg, true who's leader. Um,
0: And the winner of the Golden Cakey's Award for Best Friendship is the Bash Brothers.
1: Obviously. I don't think we need to explain this at all.
0: Literally. I mean, just... uh, Brandon, you ain't seen nothing yet. Bow, bow. That's all you got to say when they're just jamming out. Yeah. Or when their first check in the Iceland game party (laughs) and then they just crush that dude in the boards that's it that's all you need And then the
1: double clothesline they're wearing matching bandanas amazing god
0: the fist bumps it's just and then and then they bring in their honorary bash brother woo 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 kenny woo and you know it's just that party in the penalty box i think that period
1: i think that second period that speaks to their 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 bond and their friendship is that they are immediately accepting of Kenny Woobie and the third bash brother. There's yeah, no hesitations. They're both like, yes, come on in. You
0: know? Absolutely.
1: No, no insecurity, no hesitation. Ready to go.
0: Saddle up, partner. You're ready for this rodeo.
1: <laughs> All right. What's our, what's our next category?
0: <laughs> the next category is pheasant of the team.
1: Okay I think my honorable mention is going to be very obvious. It's Goldberg yeah hundred percent of the time always Goldberg get him get him out of the net
0: Definitely needs to work on not getting himself so far out of position with the, the tiniest of fakes
1: yep he Threat. he gets juked out of his shoe out of his skates I should say juked out of his skates yeah. constantly
0: yeah. yeah um my honorable mention does not get enough hate, but like Dwayne. <laughs> Pass the fucking puck, dude. That guy gets wrecked in both Iceland games, making the same mistakes. He's just out there dicking around with the puck, trying to get it, showing off his dirty dangles. Pass the rock. I need some fundamental hockey, Dwayne. Get it together.
1: The dude is a liability on the ice. That is for sure, one hundred
0: percent. And and you know what that means? Ample playing time from Bombay. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Which brings Speaking us of Bombay, brings us to the the winner.
0: The winner of the Golden Cakeys Award for Pheasant of the Team is Gordon Bombay.
1: Like we like we said earlier, Hollywood Bombay is the true villain of this movie. <laughs> and so because of that, Bombay is the pheasant of the team. He yeah. is woefully unprepared throughout the entire, even when they're winning, still woefully unprepared. Uh He's, they were
0: Miss McKay stopping at the concession stands on her way into the game away from forfeiting out of the tournament because that fucking asshole couldn't show up on time. He, Unbelievable.
1: That yeah, we talked about it in He that. almost
0: betrayed America. We talk, Benedict Benedict Bombay Brandon.
1: <laughs> we talked about it during that part of our of our breakdown where how do you, you he doesn't show up until the third period. Which is insane, especially when you don't have an assistant coach, you know, because then, yeah, they're like you said, if Miss McKay is anywhere in the arena, besides right next to the bench, they have to forfeit that game.
0: Yeah, he went on a crazy bender Post-solo skate, woke up in a gutter, had to dust himself off, finally made it there by the third period.
1: I think that's the most infuriating part for me is that he wasn't in a bender. He had just figured everything out and was in a good mood. He just didn't show up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That Hollywood bomb. I would would
1: maybe understand if he was in a bender and they found him in a gutter. Like, Jan finds him in a gutter and is like, come on, you got to go, you got to go. But that's not what happens. He he just had the solo skate. He just had his talk with Jan. He should be turned around. Uh and then when he comes in in the third period, he's he's calling the duck call. He's li- he's living it up. He looks he's got a giant smile on his face and he's like, "Guys, I'm back." And it's like, "Well, okay. Couldn't you have been back an hour earlier?"
0: Yeah. You know? First period would have been nice.
1: Simple time yeah. management. Yeah. You know, I think I forget what episode it was when we talked about like Bombay. I think it was last episode, actually. But Bombay spends 90 percent of his time getting ready instead of being ready. And that leads to shit like this where he shows up two periods late.
0: Yep. Just do better, Bombay.
1: Time management. Be better. That's the key to life. Time management.
0: If you're 10 minutes early, you're late, according to Mama Mama D. (laughs) Okay,
1: Were you going to say Mama Bombay?
0: <laughs> I almost accidentally said Mama Bombay for sure. <laughs> amazing. That too. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. sure she said that. She's from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. a Midwestern staple. If you're 10 minutes early, you're late. Yep. Exactly. And that caused a lot of issues for me, like in college and later in life, going to meet people for brunch. And I'm there. 15 minutes early and everyone else there is 30 oh. fucking minutes after the agreed upon time.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm the same way. I show up, Ugh. uh, like 10 minutes early to everything, at least five minutes. Um, yeah, but like you said like w- w- once you get to know your friends a little more like i am going to name drop the Keelmans on here
0: the Keelmans, <laughs> i wasn't going to say it i wasn't going to say it
1: the Kilmans, you you have experienced their tardiness with me or as well as i have uh so i know yeah. i know whenever i'm hanging out with the Keelmans that i need to show up 30 minutes late and then i'll be 5 minutes before they show up you know yeah. so that's you just got to you got to get to know the friends and be like okay these these are the these are the non-punctual people these are the people that are going to show up like because otherwise like you said i'm sitting at brunch for 30 minutes by myself looking like an idiot yeah. you know yeah
0: holding the table down yeah, like I, winston and new I, girl remember Yeah,
1: exactly i got a table of eight people none of them are here
0: <laughs> yeah or if it's a place that won't seat you until your full party's there, and you're just sitting there like an asshole at the, you know, at the by the entrance because yeah. it's hot outside, you don't want to wait outside. But anyways, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Shout out here to, we are. Shout out to the Killmans.
0: <laughs> Although to be fair, the last time I was in Denver, I flew in and I took a took a pretty wicked nap and showed up like two hours late because I I just crushed a nap at my Airbnb instead.
1: To the Killmans? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. It's it's, you know, just that's repaying the favor. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, yeah, like you said, if it was was anybody else, I'd be like, come on, Heath, you can do better than that. But it's what it's (laughs) the humans.
0: All right. So, anyways, uh, next next category is team MVP.
1: Okay. So for my honorable mention, we've talked about him before, the Soul Skater, the Head Soul Skater. Yeah, James. Yep. James is the catalyst for everything good that happens to Team USA. He's an American hero. Yeah. And he he's not even on the team, but he's a team MVP because of the the effect that he has on Team USA. Uh,
0: when he's leaning on the fence and he says, Go get him, USA. Just tugs at your heartstrings.
1: Mm-hmm. God. And Great then guy. and then he's showing up at every game, you know, he's supporting yep. him. He's, he taught them, he taught all of them not only valuable hockey lessons, but invaluable life lessons.
0: Yep, you got it. Hit the nail on the head. Uh, my MVP is Connie Moreau. Connie equals consistency is what I put in the note here, Brandon, because if you. Look at this tournament from end to end. You see Connie's fingerprints on a lot of these goals, whether it's assists, the hockey assist, right? Mm -hmm. You know, she's in there with the old school Ducks lineups. I mean, she's the, uh, what I like to call first follower, what corporate America likes to call first follower. You know, she's always in there encouraging them. Come on, you guys. Quack, quack, Mm -hmm. quack. You know, let's do this flying V, Jesse. Uh,
1: yep connie. connie is she has multiple go- goals in in this she has multiple assists um yeah. she had the one little hiccup uh on the boards when she almost got ran over but we can let that slide yeah that um, wasn't her
0: fault that was the writers in the movie people trying to you know cause they bring some
1: yeah because yeah. They uh, they uh, couldn't
0: they couldn't just naturally bring the drama, so they had to manufacture it with something insane like Dwayne Rope Sanderson. All right. So um, but the winner of the Golden Cakeys Award for Team MVP is Adam Banks.
1: Again, obviously it's Banks. Banks yeah. is the best hockey player uh on the ducks, mm-hmm. arguably the best hockey player in this tournament. Maybe Gunner, just as good. I would probably yeah. put Banks just a notch above Gunner, though. When healthy. When healthy. When healthy. Ba- healthy.
0: A healthy Banks is, you know, he's just, he's taking you to the gold.
1: Yep. He's got the triple deep down. Yep. Yeah.
0: You know. That alley-oop goal, we talked about it before. Atting Classic. It out of
1: midair. Insane. Yep. Banks all the way.
0: Um, Cool so let's move to the next category Next category is Biggest missed opportunity
1: Yep And so for my honorable mention Biggest missed opportunity I've been saying it since the beginning Heath You gotta play Julie the Cat How you don't play Julie the Cat is beyond me It doesn't make any sense Especially
0: like, when she is a brick wall. We get introduced to her being a brick wall yeah. and Goldberg falling over doing the splits.
1: Yes. And they, they, they build it up throughout the movie where it's like, you know, she's she's a brick wall. Goldberg's being terrible. Um, they build. She's asking for more plenty of time. They're building it up throughout the movie that I, the payoff should have been more than just one fucking shot. Mm-hmm. I think... Ideally, what you do is you play her, if you still want to have that buildup, ideally, you play her from the get-go right away, because Goldberg's mm-hmm. terrible. But if you still want to have that buildup of will will she play, won't she play, at least put her in at the start of the Iceland game, you know?
0: Yeah. Rev staff. Julie the Cat. RIP. Not really RIP, but I, she just got she is
1: uh, She is alive and well. <laughs>
0: RIP playing time Julie the cat (laughs) Um, My biggest uh, Honorable mention Missed opportunity I mentioned it in the Episode but this would have been Absolutely legendary Brandon when Bombay Hops into the limo with Tibbles After they round up the ducks and they're Quack 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 they're chanting Quacking on the street Bombay hops in that limo and he Says Oh I used to ride around in one of these And right then that little partition uh, Window should have come Sliding on down MC Ganey whips around Hey boss
1: <laughs> Classic That would have been amazing uh, Legendary
0: Legendary spot yeah. missed.
1: That's That would have been amazing Because I, I guarantee yeah. you I I may be a little biased Because I do love MC Ganey But I'm, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Every movie ever made would benefit from just a little bit more empecini
0: agreed 1000%
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but the winner of the golden cakeys award for missed opportunity is the continuity at the junior goodwill games
1: yeah and we definitely talked about this before at the start of it uh with the double elimination tournament that doesn't make any sense uh, because it's broken into groups And then um, And then they just abandon They show you the standings at the beginning and then abandon it And don't show it to you ever again Um, It's just they, they didn't give really any Thought to the tournament Format they were just like we need a yeah. tournament We need it to be at least double Elimination because we have to have the loss First mm-hmm. you know you have to be yep. Able to lose one to Tyson. That yep. way you come back Um so yeah, it's weird. I think, I think it. I don't know. I think, yeah. There's there's just there's multiple different ways you could have done this better, as far as tournament format goes.
0: They didn't even get a trophy.
1: No, they when didn't, they were celebrating yeah. at the end, they didn't get a trophy. We talked about the the issue with the the flag posters. Um, Yeah.
0: Oh, it was summer and winter games at the same time. Remember that? Yeah, I
1: I I didn't have an issue issue with that. I didn't have an issue with that just because it's. I did. It's the Goodwill Games.
0: Well, no, come on, man. It's it's, things are never combined.
1: The Olympics aren't combined, but I mean, I you know, I don't
0: like it. No. Yeah, no, I can convince uh, me to like it, Brandon.
1: I, I think that's the least egregious thing about the Goodwill games. But, well, that's true, <laughs> but I just,
0: they just, they, I'm saying they messed it all up end to end.
1: I'm more upset about the Yugoslavia flag sneaking its way in there.
0: Oh God, let's not, let's not get back into Brandon's fun with flags with Brandon and
1: Sheldon. I will say, I will say when I watched it this morning, I made a point too, because during the games, they have the flags of each team on the, the ends, the ends of the, yeah. the arena I made a point to watch the Trinidad and Tobago game and pay attention to see if they had the correct flag there. And they do. They do. They do have the correct flag there, but just not on the poster for some reason, because. Well, there you go. Why not? You know, whatever, whatever whatever. we needed, whatever, Disney, whatever. Get your (laughs) shit together.
0: Uh, uh, Classic stuff. But now we will, our final category, Brandon, before our rapid fire final. And
1: I will say, most important category.
0: Well, I I don't know. As <laughs> I feel like as a couple balding dudes, this one just you know is like a like salt in the wounds.
1: <laughs> that's that's fair. I was gonna say as, as as a couple balding dudes, we have the utmost authority to speak on this.
0: Well, I I mean we have much more appreciation for good hair than ours.
1: Exactly. exactly. You know,
0: so, but the uh,
1: the category is best flow. And my honorable mention. He's got he's got the Pat Riley look. He's got the slick mm-hmm. back hair, looking perfected, looking fresh. It's ne- never at, throughout the whole entire movie, even when he's playing hockey, never yeah. a hair, never a hair out of place.
0: No, he has perfected the Riley. I I agree. Mm-hmm. It was classic hair, Bombay. It was so good. Bombay tried to copy it. Exactly. Exactly. That's. That's that's a seal of approval right there. imitation <laughs> is the highest form of flattery, Brandon. Yeah.
1: So the, yeah, the dentist crushing it with the flow. You know he he Carsten uh, Norgard mentioned that he used Pat Riley as uh, as the uh, inspiration for that role, and he nailed the hair. Fucking nailed yeah. it.
0: Nail hammer nail on the head. <laughs> anyways my honorable mention because there wasn't a ton of good flow but it reminded me of every school teacher in the 90s and she played a tutor Miss McKay um, <laughs> if you put if you put miss McKay in one of those like jean dresses right okay. she definitely taught at Wayne elementary school in the 90s if you put her in one of those bad boys and so that's where I'm gonna give miss McKay some love for that 90s teacher here the winner of the Golden Cakey's Award for Best Flow is Gordon Bombay.
1: Yes. Uh, I, we mentioned it in the very first episode, I know for sure, because when he was playing minor league hockey, the flow was unreal. It looked great, fantastic. Mm. Um, Just going out a little, little sweaty from, from playing the sport, um, but yeah. still looking great. And then you see, I, I think the thing that gives Bombay the winner – for this movie, is you see the versatility that his hair yeah. has. You see it when he's when he's when he's sweaty and he's it still looks great when he's sweaty. Then yeah,
0: sports hair.
1: Yep. Then you see it uh, when he's just lounging around Yon's skate shop, looking great.
0: Casual happy. hair.
1: Yep. And then when he copies the dentist, you see it flick back Hollywood Bombay style. It looks great then too. You know Hollywood hair. Yep. And then he comes back down to earth, goes back to the regular uh, classic yeah. Bombay flow, and it's just you don't know, yeah. get the versatility. You see how it how it works, no matter what. Uh, shout
0: out Emilio. Emilio. So those were our regular categories, Brandon. Are you primed? Are you ready for a little bit of rapid fire? Same categories as uh, we did in the past. Rapid fire, quick answers from you. Follow up answers for me.
1: Yes, I am ready.
0: All right. Most likely to succeed?
1: I'm going to... I'm going to go out a little left field here, okay? Uh-huh. This is... I mean, it's, it's, I just completely took the rapid fire out of it. But I'm going to go a little left field here. Because the guy had previously failed before, right? You know, he... Mm-hmm. Well, he succeeded for a year, and then he failed pretty hard. He got deported. He collected more teeth <laughs> than goals. But... I think from this point on, Stanson is primed to succeed. Okay. He right. he brought he brought Team Iceland, who is not a hockey power in the slightest, brought Team Iceland to the finals of the Junior Goodwill Games. And he lost to the Minnesota Miracle Man, which everybody was going to lose to you anyway, right? You can't beat the yeah. Minnesota Miracle Man. And he yeah. t- took him to a shootout too against the Minnesota Miracle Man. He learns from the Minnesota Miracle man, right? At the end you see the the mutual respect he's he's gained an understanding of what it truly means to 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 not be a goon, you know. I think yeah. I well, think
0: and if is if his team knew how to have a little bit of fun, they wouldn't have gotten tight at if, the end of the game if, and choked
1: it away. If Gunner wouldn't have lost it for him, he would have, yeah. you know. So I <sighs> think from 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 here on out Stanson is the most likely to succeed. <laughs> yes. He's he's okay. <laughs> he's learned from his failures, and he's ready.
0: I mean, all right, that was out of left field, but I understand where you're going with it. I went the layup answer. I said Banks. This kid has nothing but success ahead of him. He's wait, a uh, he's a true student of the game. He's a student of life, and it sounds like he is probably a future lawyer. Wait, uh, according wait. to Game Changers.
1: Way to think outside the box.
0: Thanks. Thanks. I'm creative like that. <laughs> <laughs> Next category. One of my favorite, one of my two favorites, most likely to commit tax fraud and look out because the IRS is expanding. So, you know, better fucking pay those taxes, Brandon.
1: Tibbles is committing <laughs> tax fraud for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It just, um, success really goes to his head and then he starts, uh, you know, or maybe like times get lean there at Hendrix and they start cooking the books to survive.
1: Exactly. They start, you know, sponsoring youth uh, youth hockey stadiums, the Hendrix Pavilion, you know.
0: Yeah. And then they they, they, they,
1: they they think they can use that as a tax write-off, but the IRS is not going to let you do that. <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I went the exact opposite of where you went with Wolf the Dennis Stanson. I say Wolf falls apart after Ooh. this loss okay. to team USA, he becomes a global uh a global tax fraud criminal. He is just an, an <laughs> underground he become- <laughs> market helping and, like he is just out there. He hasn't paid Taxes in any country he's ever lived in. I was going to ask how he be- other people <laughs> I was going to not ask- pay taxes.
1: I was going to ask how he becomes a global tax fraud criminal, but okay, he's he's living in other countries too and not yeah. paying taxes there. Okay, so yeah. he's yeah. he's like what, like a quadruple citizen and just not paying taxes anywhere,
0: not anywhere. <laughs> and then he assumes fake identities, definitely not paying taxes then. <laughs> um, so you know, Wolf the dentist really falling apart unless you're. looking at global tax fraud and then he's succeeding
1: yeah then he's the star of the game you know
0: yeah (laughs) anyways um the the next category brandon mr or miss congeniality okay and And it can't be sandra bullock uh
1: this one i'm gonna put julie the cat though because like you had mentioned previously with her her great upbringing the eq the emotional intelligence is off the charts You know, so she would be, able. I think she would be able, she would win Miss Congeniality for sure. Uh,
0: In the same tone, I said, Connie, you know, first follower, Connie, always encouraging. She scored that one goal and was telling everyone how great of a job they did setting it up. You know, she's just, uh, she's a winner and she's a nice, kind individual and is a great leader for the state of Minnesota.
1: Awesome. I agree.
0: Uh, next game, my favorite category: Who would win the Hunger Games?
1: I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Olaf. I'm gonna say Sanderson, and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Obviously, one because he's the biggest. He's the biggest kid. He's fucking eight feet tall. Um, he weighs 150,000 pounds. He's a big kid, right? He's strong. He's he's. We see him. Almost kill Banks twice, um, but we also see, because I know you're going to bring up the hothead stuff, um, that he's too hot-headed. I'm gonna, I'm going to point you to two scenarios here. Okay, the first one is when he gets put into the penalty box, and you see how calm and uh, you know cool mm-hmm. he is when he's getting put in the penalty box. He's like, "That's a love sure. tap in my country. That's a love tap. You know, two minutes well worth it." And then Portman comes screaming down the stands, tries to jump into the penalty box and pick a fight with him. And Sanderson just stands there and he doesn't do anything. And he's like, you know what? I'm good. Wear yourself out, Portman. So I think he, he's able to reel in the hotheadness. And then the second scenario I'm going to give you is yeah. when Kenny Wu is beating the shit out of uh, the Iceland goalie.
0: Yeah, throwing haymakers.
1: Which is a perfect time for Sanderson to go there and just obliterate Kenny Wu because that's the number one rule in hockey: you don't touch the goalie. Yeah. But he doesn't. He hangs back and he's like, "I'm going to give Kenny Wu this penalty and let him let him eat that time."
0: I, all right. Well, I, you're taking the rapid fire out of this as well, but I, that's <laughs> like, I, I that's a good explanation. But I also um, I said Gunner Stahl. because Gunner Stahl that's is a, the that's leading... the other
1: that's the other Iceland guy I was thinking of. Yeah, I, mean, I also was thinking maybe scorer,
0: that's, that's true. I don't you know, think Maria has, like, some savageness. Under that. I just think Gunner Stahl, leading goal scorer, top athlete of the entire, yeah. How many, you know, you can't, games. You can't,
1: you can't score a goal in the Hunger Games, though, he's, Believe yeah, me. Yeah, but he's Believe just, me, Heath, I've tried. <laughs>
0: that's okay. that's, anyways, yeah, Gunner <laughs> Stahl. He just, he would do it. He'd be the winner. Got he's the
1: MVP. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too. I like that.
0: Next category, Brandon Class Clown.
1: Oh, Class Clown's Russ for sure. The, che- I uh, mean, the, we... che- the cheeseburger and the little brother lines. Yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah, and then, when,
1: when they're and then he's, talking trash. Yeah, and he's kooky enough to come up with a knuckle puck. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true that's a good one I I'm pretty sure this is my uh winner last time around too but averman
1: yeah
0: you know he's got Averman's the line good. where uh he's talking trash to Gee and Connie he's like gee he's very good looking isn't he
1: yeah that's a good one and then when yeah. he in the I think it's the start of the second period of the championship game and he skates up to Gunner, and he's like any chance you guys could take it easy on us <laughs>
0: yeah or or when he's uh talking to Bombay and he's like great suit coach do you come with two pairs of pants
1: yeah and then after Bombay tells everybody their best isn't good enough, and he goes, ah, what a rousing, what a rousing speech yeah. that was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh Averman, that jokester. So that's a good one. Um, uh, Aver- most- Averman's
1: fantastic. I fucking love Averman. Yeah, I, love I, don't, Averman. I, don't know, I don't know if I say it enough because there's, there's there's just – there's just so many good characters some of them get lost you know and it, i yeah. think Abr- averman averman gets lost for me i think but i love him yeah it's fantastic and you
0: forget how you know he plays a lot too so that's yeah, i agree with he's, you you he's know still, I'm, I'm a banks fan the reason God, he, i love some
1: averman. the reason he plays a lot though like you have mentioned is because he's a liability
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways next category brandon most likely to grow a playoff
1: beard playoff that's got to be gunner i'm going to go gunner on that
0: i feel he's, like gunner is fresh faced
1: brandon i'm going to two reasons why gunner is the most uh hockey player he's banks is probably a slightly better hockey player but gunner is like a gunner is in his soul he's a hockey player you know mm. and so he's going to he's going to sub- subscribe to the the playoff beard's superstition for sure and then my second reason is because Scott White, who plays Gunner, uh, rocks a beard all the time. I follow him on Instagram. I th- I believe he's currently rocking a beard. So hmm.
0: Sounds like uh, Scott White needs to get a restraining order because you're obsessed
1: with him. I am. A, Scott White is, a, a, he fucking kills it in this movie and in D3. And he's also um, a fantastic voice actor. Hmm. Um. I love Scott White. Scott White's a fucking badass.
0: There you go. Uh, mine is Portman, and you already mentioned it previously You when you said that dude is basically 40. So there you go. 40. Very obvious choice. Yep. Portman.
1: Yep. The, uh, you know what would look great with the playoff beard? Sleeveless hockey mm. jersey. Done.
0: In and in a, ta- a hockey tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more categories, Brandon. Uh, the next one is most likely to become a travel blogger.
1: Travel, blo- oh, I always forget about this one. Travel blogger. Yep. I'm gonna say Miss McKay, okay. just just out of no other good options, really. Um, and I feel like her her tutor, her teacher vibe would uh, would translate well to a blog. You know,
0: yeah, she wants to get out and go see uh, the world outside of Duluth, Minnesota.
1: Exactly, and she she, she yeah. just went to L.A. can she, yeah. she, she can blog about that. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's the springboard to her future. Exactly. Hmm. Well, I said Maria, the Iceland trainer, because her comments of Greenland or uh, yeah, Iceland <laughs> okay. is very nice, and Greenland is covered in ice, that caused her to go viral, and now she is a tra- she's a world renowned travel blogger.
1: Okay, I love that. I love that yeah. because if I came across a blog that was titled. Greenland is covered in ice and Iceland is very nice. I'm clicking on that. hundred percent.
0: Jumping right in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now she's like got sponsors everywhere. So everyone's been asking me about my face skincare routine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like every blogger. Yeah. Anyways. um, The last and final category, Brandon, the most fun at
1: recess. Most fun. Oh, this is, it's it's I'm going to go Dwayne because uh, I'm getting we're, we're playing. I don't know if there's an actual name for what the we're we're, we're playing ropes. He's roping everybody during recess like, yeah. he, like he does at practice. Would yeah. you would you call that roping
0: cattle? Would
1: you call that roping cattle? I, yeah, I called it playing ropes. <laughs> I don't know if that's that sounds good. It's,
0: sounds like a, sounds like something in for the bedroom, Brandon. Let's call it roping cattle.
1: That sounds like a bedroom activity, too.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, I say Goldberg. He is the king of shenanigans. We've talked about it a million times. Um, the the man, the myth, the legend, the leader, Greg Goldberg.
1: My only concern about Goldberg at recess,
0: you're gonna get in trouble.
1: No, would be that he would uh, he would not be up for any physical activity. As soon as you were <laughs> as as soon as it, as soon as he had to run, he's bowing out
0: that's true that's true if you if you're an active recess guy greg goldberg not your guy if you want to just have some cheeky fun goldberg
1: yeah in yeah that's see that's what you do you you go out to recess right first half you're out there you're roping cattle with twain and then yeah. once you burn off some calories you waddle over to the the you know the table or the, the little area where everybody's sitting down and goldberg hits you with some jokes
0: yeah yeah stand up stand up comedian uh, well, Brandon, that was our last category, the golden cakies for D2 Mighty Ducks. Uh, we've, we've came, we've saw, we've conquered, we've conquered it all. It's, you know, we are here united under the banner of the United Ducks of America. We've been quackalicious. We've been quacked up. It's, it's good stuff. You know, no hyperbole. We've said it once, we've said it twice, we will say it a thousand times. It is the greatest sequel mm-hmm. in American cinematic history.
1: Absolutely. And next episode next episode we have Game Changers season two coming at you. Um when, when when this episode releases, Game Changers will have been I think we'll probably be like four episodes in to win it when Mm -hmm. uh, the season because the season started season two. So we're a little behind. Forgive us, everybody. But so next episode, we're going to talk episode one, season two, Game Changers, and then go through all. I think there's 10 episodes, Uh, go through all the episodes, talk Game Changers. And then after we wrap up Game Changers, we're going to come back to D2 because even after 15 hours, we're not quite done.
0: there's we're gonna do there's a lot of sidebar moments that we really need to dig into
1: still lots ahead stay with us next episode game changers episode one season two
0: don't forget to check out the merch store some some real fire material going
1: check out the merch store go back before i know this is coming out after season two already started but go back before watch mighty ducks season one mighty ducks game changers season one and listen to our podcast episode breakdowns of that yeah before season two and that way you're ready to go you know what's going on
0: that's that'll that's a great call out brandon that'll get you primed and ready for some game changers as us breaking it down Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at The Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at The Cake Eaters. Also reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod@gmail.com, at gmail.com or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.